Well, I wonder if you've ever worried about something for days or even weeks, only to find out that you were afraid of nothing. Nothing happened. So many of us have been guilty of that. We've experienced that. And today we're going to talk about overcoming fear and challenges in your marriage. I'm John Fuller with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin Smalley. They lead the Focus on the Family marriage team. And uh, Erin, you work with a lot of couples, and I think you found that fear can do a lot of damage to relationships, right? Absolutely. And we all have fear. And often it comes out in the form of buttons or triggers, emotions we don't want to feel. But Mm -hmm. really, we could place the word fear in front of those words that we begin believing about ourselves, that I'm not good enough, that I'm a failure, that I'm invisible, you know, whatever it is that we start believing, those lies that we believe ourselves really are fears. Um, For example, working with a couple several months ago, um, the young wife had the fear of being alone. And, you know, it, it wasn't, I mean, she's married, her husband is sitting right next to her. But this came from long ago. There's always pain Mm -hmm. behind these fears, and they're reminiscent of painful experiences or something that was said to us or how we internalized it. Because what ends up happening when we live out of them, we don't identify them, that we end up experiencing exactly what we fear. Mm. They become self-fulfilling prophecies. So in many ways, this young wife wasn't willing to reach out for her husband because um, of her fear. And that but very then, thing. Then it rendered her alone. Yeah. So wow. it is it's fascinating how fear can show up so many different ways in our relationships. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and hear from Gary Thomas, who has talked about fear and difficulties in marriage and uh, how to face the storms in life together. Uh, here's Gary Thomas and Focus President Jim Daly, uh, as they talked about a couple named Daryl and Stacy. In the book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress, you made a statement which caught my attention. It was, fear unaddressed becomes relational cancer. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You can mine that for a while. Well, if we stick with Daryl and Stacy, uh, that was her biggest fear, that her husband wouldn't be able to take care of her. And then when they said the terrible MS diagnosis, and the doctor, his bedside manners just sound awful. I mean, basically what they told him the future would be, they gave him no hope. I mean, they were just like... And she was terrified of what would happen because she was putting herself in the future without God's grace. And that's what I really want to say to the listeners. When you think of the future, don't get there ahead of God's grace. Uh, And that's what Stacy had to learn. And so she was looking back, and this is probably 25 years into their marriage. Daryl is now full-time in a chair around a table, wonderful guests and laughter and, and good food, now, she has to leave early. Daryl does better if they leave a party by eight. But she said, okay, Stacey, your worst fears have come true, and you're doing okay. You and Daryl love each other. You've got a house that fits for his condition. You're serving the Lord. She's at a Christian camp. And then she felt like God challenging her. And, and she told me, Gary, my fear of MS did more damage to my marriage than MS did to my marriage. Wow, what a statement. Gary, one of the things I like in the way you structured the book is you're pulling on a lot of stories from various couples that people can see their own lives in. And I love that. The next one was uh, Baron and Christy, and he was in the Navy, chaplain in the Navy. He was deployed for three to six months at a time. The classic relationship distance issues. Describe what they were dealing with and how how they sorted that out. 
Well, he still is. And and Baron is a soldier through and through. He was a Marine before he became a chaplain. He often serves with the special ops guys, which are, you'd look at them, you don't know they're in the military, but you know you don't want to go down an alley with them. I mean, these are... Well, these they're are, on your side, I'm okay. <laughs> yes, they're on the side. You have no, no truer, truer friend. And so it's just, just some valuable lessons. And so this is maybe if, if you have a long deployment in the military or maybe you're traveling for business or whatnot, some of the lessons that I thought were very helpful is that they talked about leaving. They didn't talk about reentry. Right. Uh, and and they just learned and this is what I love all the stories of these couples and this is what I love about marriage by God's design we have time and commitment to get it right none of these couples say oh we're just unusually wise unusually connected unusually mature they share yeah we messed up here and here's how we messed up and Christina knew that Baron likes a, a, a clean house and a clean car when, when he comes home, and so she cleaned the car, but she forgot the steering wheel, and the steering wheel was sticky. <laughs> just, well, I did everything but the steering wheel, and Baron says, well, in the Marine Corps, sticky is sticky, and sticky isn't clean. And, um, mm. But this is where you have to talk about it as a couple, because I, I traveled a lot when the kids were younger without Lisa, because she had to be home with the kids. And rather than having the house clean, I just wanted peace and quiet. I'd been in front of groups. I'd been talking to people all day. I just wanted to chill out and have a relational time. But Lisa thinks her love language is cleaning, acts of cleaning. <laughs> Add that one to Gary Chapman's. And, and so when I'd come home, and you know, it's always a rush to get the kids to bed in there. So she's furiously vacuuming and wiping. And I'm like, honey, I don't see the crumbs. I'm not inspecting the floor. I just really want to relax and say hi to you and say hi to the kids. And, and so what, what Baron wanted isn't what, what I want, and it might not be what someone else's wife wants. But what I learned from their experiences, talk about it and then talk about it some more. So often we have these expectations of our spouses but we don't tell them, but we still hold them accountable to it. <laughs> and, and they learn to make it work. Look, we just, what does it mean for you? You've been home with the kids. I'm coming home. How do you want the reentry to go for you? And then the wife that, or the husband, whoever's staying home, the other spouse is coming. Okay, what do you want for your reentry? And you might have to juggle it and compromise. He found out as a young soldier, particularly coming home after a long while, it was much better for he and his wife for them to spend a night or a few nights alone before they got together with the kids. She also said, you know, the kids are all over him and they soak up all his emotional energy. And so by the time we get them in bed, I got a very tired husband. And so they really focused on, on coming back together. A another major lesson that I found really helpful, Baron talked about one deployment where he was available, because a lot of times when he's in the field, he's not. But he was meeting with other chaplains. It was a training thing. And so three or four nights, brothers in arms, they're having a great time. They're laughing. And then Christina started to say, hey, Baron, we haven't connected for three or four days. And he said, Gary, I realized I would never go out three evenings in a row if I was home and not be connecting with Christina. So just because I'm on the road, I'm still married and I have to act like a married man on the road. And so they were intentional about, you know what, just because you're on the road or just because you're the one at home, you still need to make time for your spouse. They've learned being in the military that if you aren't intentionally connecting while you're on the road, you learn how to live separate lives. 
Well, we heard uh, from Gary Thomas about Daryl and Stacy, and then uh, that story of Baron and Christina and how they worked through their challenges. Um, there are a lot of folks listening right now, Greg, and they've got that distance issue to, to bridge. How can they keep things going despite the miles? Yeah, it is hard. But in this day and age, the technology is such a blessing to be able to, you know, use our video calls to, you know, phone calls, emails, texts, so much is available to make little uh, bids for connection daily to where we're just reaching out, maybe a quick little encouraging text or a text where I'm praying for my spouse. Anything like that's going to help to keep that couple connected. Some of the things that are really important, though, would be to really fortify your trust. So this is where we really need to focus on how do we make sure that we're being transparent with each other? Because on the road, you know, for a couple, you know, maybe they travel a lot for their job or they're, you know, military and they're deployed, Mm -hmm. taking care of an elderly parent. There's a radio station that I love, a morning show that I listen to every morning and one of the DJs He's right now taking care of his elderly mom. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was at a different state, yeah. you know, across the country. Yeah. The, Again, technology. the technology. Exactly. Right, right. But really going, how do we avoid secrecy? Let's really maintain honesty within our relationship. And Aaron, I know that one of the things that we've even added into, we talk a lot about on our podcast here about being you know, doing the high of the day, the low of the day, Mm -hmm. just as a way to keep connected. But we've added in in a need to know. Well, this could be a great opportunity for me to say, you know, hey, Aaron, today, you know, uh, here's a situation that happened maybe with Mm -hmm. a colleague at work and maybe feel a little uncomfortable, but I just, I I wanted you to know about it. Here's kind of how I handled it. It, It's so important that we maintain that transparency Mm -hmm. with each other. Otherwise, you know, if we're not actively talking about that kind of those kinds of issues, it's easy for our spouse just to begin their mind to wander. What's really going on? I feel excluded. I'm not sure really what's going on. Are they struggling with anything? Yeah. You know, even you go man, I was tempted places. with some porn. Yeah. I mean, just really being committed to being that sort of transparent within the marriage when you're separated. It's so so important. Yeah. And I would say it's important when you are separated for whatever reason, whether someone's deployed or traveling or working at a distance, that it's important to prioritize that quality time together every day. So, you know, we're going to call and check in, but how can we utilize that time to be intentional, to connect at that deeper heart level, whether that is asking, you know, the high, the low, and the need to know, or is it sharing three feeling words, three things that I've felt in the last 24 hours, or, you know, what's stressing me out the most right now? What was the um, hardest thing I dealt with today? Just, you know, just sharing those inner life things to really strengthen that muscle of communication well, and the, connection. Right, when you say, because here, here's the temptation. There's so much that we probably should be talking through about, you know, kids and, you know, this appointment and we've got to do this fix-it project and this budget issue that that's the challenge is that it's so tempting to use that that those little windows of communication when we're separated to to manage to do the mm-hmm. business all yeah. that kind of stuff that that oh. that's where you've got to be disciplined to go let's do 10 minutes of that in 10 minutes of the high load and mm-hmm. the need to know whatever yeah. so mm-hmm. really guard and protect that time it's it, you, uh, otherwise you'll drift so far apart yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well i'm coming off a trip and we have a little 
uh, yeah, and you word didn't call game. me at all. Was, <laughs> I feel very disconnected. Yeah, well, Dina and I have a little routine, which I think is really helpful if you're traveling, regardless of the circumstances. So our routine revolves around a word game. We don't always get, though, Aaron, to what you're talking about, those heart issues. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we got the word good night because mm-hmm. it's like, it was a two-hour time difference, and I was blitzed. Oh, you're playing yeah. that word game together. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a great so, idea. Yeah. Well, it yeah. is, yeah. but it, it kind of brings us together, but we don't always have the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. But I'm really reminded after this conversation, i got to build that in. Yeah. yeah, and it will only happen if you intentionally pursue right. it. Yeah. All this other stuff will happen spontaneously as far as small talk and mm-hmm. conflict erupts spontaneously. Yeah. And so just being intentional of let's connect to that deeper heart level. Got it. Well, at the beginning uh, of the clip with Gary Thomas, Jim Daly mentioned Gary's book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress. Boy, in these days um, of trials and tribulation and struggle, it seems like marriages are really struggling. You want to have a fortress to be strong in times of difficulty. So if you're facing uh, that long distance thing we've just been talking about or a health crisis or uh, some sort of other struggle, You'll find encouragement in this book. And if you're just drifting a little bit, not just, but if you are separate a little bit, um, I think this book will fortify you and help you uh, stay stronger together. We'll make this book available to you when you contribute to the work of Focus on the Family. Make a generous donation, either a monthly pledge, uh, if you're in a spot to be able to do that, or a one-time gift of any amount. Uh, The link is in the show notes. Uh, Donate, and we'll send that book to you. Also in the notes, a link to an article called Finding Stability Amidst Marriage Stressors. Now, that's free. It's uh, available right away. Uh, It'll give you some good perspective and takes just a few minutes to read. We'll have more from Gary Thomas next time talking about childhood wounds and how that affects your marriage. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.